Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. And welcome to First Strike First Look here on Visa as we get ready for Saturday night's card. Should be a big event for the big boys of the division. Derek Lewis against Sergey Spivak. Who better to break it down as we do each and every Tuesday than Lou Finnecarol? Follow him on Twitter as I do at Gamblu. And of course, he is the host of the Bout Business Podcast, Lou Finnecarol. Always great to catch up with you, Lou. Before we get into this card, I got to get your thoughts on UFC 281, what we saw over the weekend, a wild night in Madison Square Garden. I got the under to cash at four and a half in the main event, but certainly was on the wrong side of Israel Adesanya. I did not see that ending coming against Pajara. I didn't. I, I thought the end would come uh, as I had. Uh, the fight would not go to the distance. Uh, but before the event was over, I did throw a little half unit play on Adesanya inside the distance. I firmly thought that if uh, we could get Adesanya into the second, third round, the thing would totally sway. And really, at the time Adesanya was finished, he was up 3-1 on the scorecards. Uh, But this is the fight game. And uh, Teixeira did a great job in the corner getting uh, Alex to understand how dire the circumstances were. And the bottom line was Pereira went out and performed. It was a Great fight, a great night of fights, and we I thought we learned uh, an awful lot, and we weren't surprised with a lot. I took a little Mike Chandler against Poirier. It was a mistake. Poirier turned out to be just what he's shown us to be, durable, steady, patient, systematic, and he took Mike Chandler apart, and uh, we pay the price for some of those. But the uh, overall, I thought the event was dynamic. 
Absolutely. And again, I thought your handicaps were spot on as we do each and every week on First Strike with the hour-long uh, show. And certainly here on First Strike, first look on a Tuesday, we try to get the better of the numbers here before we get to the card on Saturday. Let's try to do that here with those heavyweights and Derek Lewis, the return of the Black Beast here. UFC Apex here in Las Vegas, which means you're going to have that smaller octagon, which I know is something that Derek Lewis will like. You're assuming Sergey Spivak would like to maintain some distance, use his height and his reach advantages and keep Lewis off of him. How do you handicap this fight? And do you think right now it's properly aligned with Spivak, almost a $2 betting favorite? Yeah, and and Dave, where I'm watching the opener, this thing was Lewis minus 115, Spivak minus 105. So there's been a, a steady stream of action since this opened on Spivak's side. And while that would the contrarian in me wants to go the other way, we got to understand Lewis is 37 years old, not necessarily old for a heavyweight, but in my opinion, I'll I'll understate this. Lewis is a man with profuse power in his right hand, a little bit of takedown ability, and no cardio. I I don't know that I really consider him a refined mixed martial artist, let alone a mixed martial artist. On the other side, Spivak, he's very well-rounded. They call him the polar bear because he's got a tight grip and he's going to have to manage distance until which time he can press the beast against the fence, trip him, get him down. For Spivak's most successful endeavors happen once he gets his opponents down to the ground and he gets on top for ground and pound. I would imagine the total in this fight has to be one and a half Yes. And I, I would surely think that uh, uh, that would be a challenge to see which side of that's going to go, because I think most people would think that if it's Lewis's side, it's going to happen real early. And if it gets to round two, I think it's Spivak and, and in Finnish fashion. Well, it's almost like you've done this before, Lou, that you knew without looking that for a five-round main event, potentially, normally Derek Lewis doesn't go five rounds, the total is one and a half, and it's juiced evenly either way. So to your point, I think everybody out here in Sin City is saying, man, good luck figuring out if you think this is going to go over or under seven and a half minutes. Can can the beast, we know that power tr transfers, certainly if it does get to a second or a third round, but the conventional wisdom to your point is, if it does happen, it's going to happen inside of the first five. Would that be another way of avenue of approach if you like Derek Lewis to look at a KO prop maybe in the first round? No, I, no question about it. I totally concur with that. Uh, the one and a half even looks inviting to me, maybe on the underside. If you look at Lewis's last three losses, all first round KO. So uh, th th there's something to be said there. And Spivak, I think, carries a little bit of a chip because he tends to be overlooked. And all he does is just keep winning. He's slow, plotting, meticulous, just like a polar bear you can imagine. But he's mm -hmm. effective. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the main event uh, Saturday night out here in Las Vegas. Again, one and a half. But right now, the, the the money has been coming in on Spivak as the but once the fight was initially announced, and now he's ballooned up to almost a two betting two dollar betting favorite. I wonder when you and I talk again on Friday if that's where that line will be. So we'll keep our eyes on it. Uh, let's let's go get the co-main event in this one, potentially a three round matchup. We know Ian Kutalava is a wild man against Kennedy and Chekwu here, and Chekwu is a sizable favorite now at minus a dollar seven. Again, Kutalaba sometimes has that killer be killed mentality here. 
And again, maybe a fight that people are not expecting to go uh, deep into the Vegas night. How do you summarize this co-main event? Yeah, another fight. This one opened minus 10, minus 110 either side. So uh, the, the public saw Kennedy. And I think to an extent, there's two ways to read that line move that we've seen thus far. Number one, Kennedy is a big, huge 6'5", impressive athlete that has actually stepped up and improved each of his fights. Fighting out of Fortis, he's getting good training, and from by all means, uh, researchable, he's he is really uh, stepping in and stepping into his frame after having uh, really started in mixed martial arts late. Kutalaba on the other side, he's a Sambo uh, master from Moldavia, doesn't use it much. His aggression and his angst are such that he tends to fight very uneven. One day he can't be stopped and he's a killer. The other days he's very off and gets stopped himself. So which Kutalaba are we going to get uh, at this point in time? Again, the contrarian in me wa wants to like Kutalaba, but I don't know if I can. You know, Lou, it's interesting, too, because Kutalaba is such a wild man and a wild card in a fight like this against Inchekwu, which we know he's got the, the skills, right? The requisite skills here as maybe more of the, the, the classier MMA practitioner versus a guy like Kutalaba. The round prop here, one and a half again for a potential three-round matchup. So, again, main event, one and a half for potentially five. Here, juice slightly to the over, but not not terribly at a, at a price here. Minus $1.25 to over one and a half. Is that under in play at minus $1.05? You know, Dave, as you were mentioning it, I, I, I'm trying to think of, that it probably goes to the over, at least as I analyze this fight. I don't see Kennedy going out there and just icing him early. Rather, Kutalaba going out there, maybe looking impressive the first round till Kennedy can get it started. Uh, it's early in the week yet. I, I have to lean to Kennedy, but I sure don't like jumping in on a guy at minus 170 when, you know, 10 days ago he was minus 110. No doubt. And again, maybe that number again, when we speak again on First Strike on Friday for the full hour edition show, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. But minus $1.25 over one and a half, I assume that number will get on the rise. So if you do like the over, which Lou does, and I lean to as well, that might be the better of the number here on a Tuesday. I mentioned big boys on this card. We got another one. Uh, we got Waldo Cortez Acosta taking on Chase Sherman uh, right now. That one is slightly uh, priced here. Sure, about plus $1.60 in a heavyweight matchup. And that over under that total, again, one and a half and slightly juiced to the over at minus $1.35. What's your takeaway here on these big boys? Well, if we remember, uh, Acosta, Acosta just fought two and a half weeks ago or less, two mm -hmm. weeks ago. In that fight, uh, he, was, uh, he was a winner over Vandera, but Vandera uh, really was way more effective than I thought he would be, especially uh, with his leg approach and the leg kicks. Acosta uh, incurred, and let me make sure I'm saying, Waldo Acosta, he incurred mm -hmm. some serious leg damage in that fight, and he is primarily a boxer. He's, he's coming from the boxing world, so he's got a really solid, stable front uh, right leg uh, to fire that jab. And so that's a target. And to turn around as quickly as he is and come in here against a guy in Sherman who really struggles with wrestlers. 
Guys that can take Sherman inside, grab him, throw him down, get him against the cage, that's where Sherman's out of his element. But standing, he's game. He's He's been in uh, with better opponents than Acosta, and he's got experience in the UFC. And in what appears to be a stand-up fight, and we know Sherman's got a leg attack, I think Chase Sherman is live. Wow, so plus a dollar sixty right now on Chase, uh, and I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down there for a fighter that was just in that octagon. Maybe that leg's not fully healed. You know, Chase Sherman is thinking about that, so look for those leg kicks early, and again, possibly to get over that one and a half rounds right now. Nothing really juiced out of whack here so far uh, in the first three fights. I want to get to one more fight in the main card: Andre Fihalo, very popular fighter against Muslim Salikov here. Boy, this feels like this has got sneaky potential fight of the night written on it. What do you see in this one? This has total sneaky fight of the night written all over it. And really what's most amazing in this is Salikov minus 180 opener. And it's just been steam barreled to Fialo. And and really, my first impression when I saw it a few days ago, uh, Fialo was still plus 130, plus 135 was, uh, man, he's going to kill Salikov's old and plodding. He's, yeah, he's durable. But but upon peeling the onion back a few more layers, uh, Fialho uh, was in with a wrestler, Matthews, and though Matthews in his last fight didn't really wrestle him, he was able to ice him. And Fialho, after furious first rounds, does have durability issues and can get touched up. Salikov is slow as evolution, but he's durable as he can be. And he's meticulous, and he's going to be plotting and pressuring Fialho. Uh, I think that uh, Salakov is also a live dog here. Or I sh- let me say, in Just this in in this instance where Salakov opens minus one eighty, and now I can get him minus one ten, minus one fifteen. I'm very interested in that position. Hey, by Friday, he might be the dog, Lou. The way this market's going here on this one, uh, that's totally a great agree. handicap. And I'm stealing that line about evolution as slow as evolution. I love that one. Uh, very quickly, and I look at the rest of the card here, and you got some, you know, Danny Roberts back in there against uh, uh, Jack Della uh, uh, Madalena. We've got Charles Johnson against uh, Zuma, uh, uh, Zuma Galoff back in the octagon. Jennifer Maya's on this card. Uh, you even go down to uh, Vanessa Demopoulos, very popular young fighter. Any value so far in any of those fights here uh, that we have not touched upon here on a Tuesday? Yeah, I, I believe I'll, I'll give two. One's a favorite, one's a dog. Uh, the Charles Johnson, uh, he came in. Uh, they pitted him against Mokayev. He was he was angry. He was ready. The problem is he has not a lick of wrestling. Mokayev mm-hmm. wrestled him up. Who's he in with? Zumagulov, who at, at his age, he's three years older. He's given away inches in height. He's given away inches in reach. He's easy to overlook. But what is he? He's a meticulous grinder. Total in the fights, two and a half, uh, uh, juice to the over. I think Zuma Gulov uh, could surprise here against a guy that doesn't have any wrestling. I think Zuma Gulov's the more well-rounded fighter. And then for a favorite, uh, this girl, uh, Silva, is fighting the young contender gal, Blada, in, Mm -hmm. I think, the first fight of the night. Uh, Silva has experience, UFC experience, three different, uh, one and three in the UFC. Blada just coming in. She's 20 years old. Silva's 25. Silva's experienced 10 finishes, seven submissions. I think the girl Silva from Brazil is too mature, too experienced. And at minus 160 or minus 165, I'd get her now before it goes up. 
And that's the exercise that we try to do here every week on First Strike, First Look. Get the better of that number. You're right, Silva. That number feels like it's going to go up. Zuma Gulov right now plus $1.35 on those two fights that you outlined there. Lou, when they listen to the About Business podcast each and every week, tell the people what they get. They're going to get 16 to 17 minutes of final releases for each UFC card. We're down to four cards for 2020, so there's four podcasts left. It's a, it's a great endeavor. You listen in, decide which uh, you'd like to choose and decide which you'd like to throw out. But I appreciate you mentioning it, Dave, and it's always a pleasure uh, to get here on the Early Look Show and talk these fights with you. And again, that's why you got to be a VEASAN Pro subscriber. If you're not already, you get Lou's uh, releases that he puts out there at VEASAN.com as well. They've been very, very profitable as always. Lou, I appreciate your time as always on a Tuesday. Always look forward to the conversation, my friend. After UFC 281, you don't really get to take a deep breath because this is a pretty good sneaky card. Uh, we'll catch up again on Friday. Thanks so much. Good luck, everyone. There he is, everybody. Lou Finnecaro. Follow him on Twitter as I do, at GamLou. That's going to put a wrap on this edition of First Strike, First Look. We'll see you on Friday for the full hour on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 